Hey, this is Taylor. This is Jake. And this is Dan. And this is Unicorn Finders, where we are on the search to eliminate the elusive unicorn factor in everyday people, businesses, and relationships. Hope you enjoy. All righty. Happy Thursday, everyone. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. It's Thursday. Actually, it's Thursday. So, all righty. Uh, so that being said, uh, excited to be with you all this Thursday. Um, uh, if you guys are scrolling on LinkedIn and you're like, what is this? Like, fish brain, unicorn finders. It literally sounds like some weird Comic Con type situation. <laughs> um, so, so what, what this is, so I mean, kind of is. Uh, is that not what this COVID, is? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm not dressed appropriately. Um, so so during COVID, Jake, Dan, yeah. and I, um, we decided to start this podcast to uh, start telling stories of people within our network. So Jake, Dan, and I have been in the recruiting industry, I would say at least 30 years now at this point combined. We have a lot of connections, a lot of individuals who, um, who we know that we want to interview and basically tell stories. And so today we're really excited to have Rick with us today from fishbrain.com. Um, we were chatting off air. I'm not a fisherman myself. I know plenty of fishermen, so I'm excited to learn um, about everything y'all do. Um, but again, thanks for all of y'all who will tune in at some point today in the future. Um, so, Rick, I want to kick it off. You want to give a quick background about you, um, and then we will obviously dive into to Fish Brain and, and kind of obviously your experience leading up to Fish Brain as well. Yeah, sure. So um, my name is Rick Blaylock. I grew up here in Jupiter, Florida, which is southeast Florida, Palm Beach County area. Beautiful area if you ever want to come down. Um, so I'll be I, there tomorrow. All right. Hey, I'm waiting for you. I'm actually That's going good. fishing tomorrow, so if you show up early enough, yeah. we'll go. That's perfect. Like um, 4 a.m. Don't get started way too early. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, Just stay up from the night before. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, yeah, I grew up here. I have an, a, an engineering background. I worked for accelerator back in the day in the Valley. And then I've worked for a few other startups and, um, computer vision company here in, in Florida. And, um, I started a company called fish rules, which was acquired by fish brain in December. Um, and so now I'm doing a, the kind of director of product thing at, uh, at fish brain. It's a lot of fun. I love it awesome so uh so let's start with the og story of of fish rules how did that came how did that come about um you know how really how, how did that product start we'll start there and then we'll obviously dive into how, how that came to, to fish brain yeah yeah so um my business partner i aubrey errington um yeah we were out fishing one day on his boat and um he want he, we were talking about building an app this was like 2011 or 12 or something you know um so early days of mobile apps building an yeah. app for fishermen yeah that's like 50 tech years ago um and seriously for real yeah um we don't even have it, phones anymore so. uh, yeah right right <laughs> and um we kind of argued with with each other like like what do all anglers have in common and, and there's not really a lot believe it or not um and so one of the things we came to was the regulations, the rules. Um, and if you're not a fisherman, it sounds kind of silly. He's like, well, I have rules when I drive. I don't need an app for that. But when you're fishing, it's really hard. Every, it, it doesn't matter if you're a novice or you're an expert. They change all the time. There's a gazillion different species, especially when you're in salt water. You drop a hook in the water and you can catch a thousand different species right here in Jupiter Inlet. Um, and they all have different regulations. They change it, it like where I'm, I'm in Martin County right now. That's where my house is at. And 
it's illegal to catch a puffer fish, a checkered puffer. Mm -hmm. But if I literally walk 500 yards that way into Palm Beach County, I can keep a puffer fish, do whatever I want with it. Um, what? And, and, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And the nuts. fines are, are nuts. The fines mm -hmm. are, oh, $200, slap on the wrist, lose your boat, go to jail, you know, depending on what it is. Yeah. So, um, it's like a country song. <laughs> that's a good idea i like that hey aren't you in nashville go door to door yeah, and get yeah, someone to yeah fishing vines with florida georgia line yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they never talk about the other rules about fishing these songs we gotta i love it i love it i lost my boat my cat my wife why but i gotta go all i got is this bottle of whiskey yeah all <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. What? So, so go, go, ahead. go ahead. Yeah. So that that's basically the premise of it. So that's yeah. we started the app, and um, that's what it well, does. One, it helps. One one thing you said when, when we weren't live that I want to bring out to, especially for young entrepreneurs and people who have something on the side, talk about how you mm. kind of use this as an escape, right? You use this as something, and then it became something. So like. What, what's some advice for some people who maybe have a side hustle or want to start a side hustle? Um, yeah. Yeah. What, what would you tell them? Yeah. So um, coding and, and, and software engineering and all, and just tech in general is kind of a hobby of mine, not just a job. And, and so I was doing things at night, just building prototypes, trying stuff out when I was working for accelerator um, over in mountain view. Mm. And um, I, this whole story I just told about us fishing happened when I was working at accelerator. And, um, I was like, well, I need to test out some of the stuff we're building in the product. This is a great way to do it. I can build what I'm passionate about with fishing and regulations and stuff. I can build that to help test out, you know, stuff for my company, but also it's something I like. Um, and so it was just literally a nighttime weekend thing. And same thing with Aubrey, Aubrey runs, um, the Loxhatchee river district here in Jupiter. Um, and so we just did it at nighttime and weekends, just as a kind of a passion project, but it was a way for me to keep my skills up. So it didn't matter what I was doing in the organization. If I was, you know, I went from like an engineer to an architect to a, a, a product director, director to, a, um, you know, just different things. So I wasn't always doing coding and things like that. Yeah. So this actually was a way for me to keep my skills up while building a product, while getting to fish, why meet while meeting fishermen? It was pretty cool, actually. I, it, hmm. I, 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 I realize that's not for everybody. Some people want their Netflix time and all the others. Mm -hmm. Like that's I, me. Yeah, yeah. and, and it, that's totally fine. But like for me, that was my release was do that, and you know I was able to not catch it, and release. It was just like release. Yeah, I'm from Florida. We eat what we, uh, what we catch. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, Rick, I, I have a question. So you you started off as a passion project. I'm sure that you guys aren't the first app that ever came out about fishing rules and regulation that were out there. And even if you were, how did you, how did you penetrate the market? How did you let people know about it? How did you guys yeah. ultimately grow to a point that, I mean, obviously you guys got acquired, but, but how did you get to that point? Yeah, that's a good question. So um, the first thing to note is everything was grassroots. So Aubrey and I started the business. I think we each put like $2,000 in the business or something like that. Um, mm -hmm just and that's how we started and and so everything was grassroots and so um we 
after about a year of us launching it, the sheriff in the Florida Keys wrote us and said, hey, this is really useful. I'm going to put on all the waterway channels, download fish rules as people are going out to. The... And that was actually our first time when we were like, hey, maybe cool. we we hit something here. So that that was viral. Right. That was now it's like free advertising on on waterway markers, channels and stuff, channel markers. Um, and then um, on top of that, Aubrey's brother is a YouTube influencer. So he has a channel called Deer Meat for Dinner. He's around three million subscribers, something <laughs> like that. And so that helped um, because Rob who that's Aubrey's brother, it, he would be nice enough to use the app while he's fishing and on his videos and stuff. So that helped us get users. Um, and then the biggest boom was when the federal government started promoting it and using it and being our partner, partnering with us because they're, they, they were the ones that were then promoting it. The U S coast guard was handing out things. Hey, download fish rules. Um, so that's, that's really what got it to blow up was that. That's awesome. That's so awesome. And at that, at that time, um, you were just gaining ADUs and not look, you know, monetizing or what are just getting the traction going. Exactly. And, yep. And did, did you at Fish Rules ever monetize prior towards Fish Brain or did you go you get acquired yeah. for your user base? Your yeah. Economy? So our, the primary customer was the government. Um, we yeah. offered them a fishing fisheries management tool, basically. Oh, cool. um, which in turn helped. Basically, they help us manage the regulations in the app. And it's like a distribution tool for them or compliance tool. Mm -hmm. um, so that was that was a way we monetized it. The users, we had ads. And then about a year mm. before we got acquired, actually even less than a year, we started a subscription. Pro Staff was the subscription name. And that was mm. like remove the ads. You could send in a picture of something you caught and we would identify it for you. So it was like this oh, manual cool. like have Ooh, a human cool. have a human identify it for you um and now fish brain does that with computer vision so like you can actually take a picture and it'll like give you a score on probability on, on what it, and we're Whoa. training more and more images or more and more species as we go i think i think we're at 150 new species this year um but oh. anyway with fish rules that was just manual it was literally albury would get an email and go oh that's a this and then we'd send some helpful links there's some guy in the back going oh yeah this oh uh, it's a fish that's awesome yeah i'm a big me. believer i'm a big believer in doing things that don't scale you know the paul graham uh quote <laughs> and it's like like why why prematurely optimize if you don't know if it's going to work or if that's what people care about and all that kind of stuff so um we're like hey let's just try this and if it actually becomes a thing then let's then let's worry about optimizing it and it actually yeah. turned out to be pretty big uh subscription driver um for oh it. yeah yeah, for sure. Especially as you're as you're getting into this sport and just learning more about the species in general. If you're just in there, you're like, I'm pretty sure this is a bass, but it might not be. You know, like it's just right. what it is. Right. Yeah. And it's and it's risky business, right? Um, you know, Rick had a, a great example that you can get into some major trouble um if you're catching the wrong fish in the wrong season and if you're keeping it or if it's not a certain size or if it's uh, over yeah. a certain weight or under yeah. a certain weight. So uh, I think it's an, an incredible tool. Talk to us about the transition from, from fish rules into to fish brain, right? You go from, you know, a small company that, that the two of you are spearheading to now joining, you know, a, a company that has over 15 million and two users. Um, so what was that transition <laughs> like uh, for being on your own to joining a, you know, now a large company or larger company? Um, yeah, so it, it was actually pretty fun. So when we started talking to Fishbrain, at first it was kind of like, hey, can we license our product 
to fish brain. And then as we got talking and kind of saw the vision of fish brain, where fish brain wants to go and be the app for, um, sport fishing, recreational, um, anglers. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a big vision guy. I'm a big picture person and it's like, man, we could really impact the industry and change how things are done. And, and so, um, um, yeah, so that's how that happened. And so in December, one of the cool things about joining a company like a fishing company like fish brain is that you know how like there's like this three month like period when you join a company and you're not really that productive you're trying to be productive but there's like you haven't met your pace yet i kind of felt like i could hit the ground running day one because yeah, you know the space all, <laughs> yeah yeah we're all talking the same language um you know i'm integrating fish rules into fish brain and it, it, we're in the industry. So it was kind of cool. It was like day one, boom, let's go. <laughs> so that's, that's been really cool actually. That's awesome. What, and I'm curious too, <clears throat> from a scalability, right? I mean, I, I, <clears throat> I didn't realize y'all had that many users, right? Doing a little research before that's this. Massive. I was like, Holy crap. I was like <clears throat> fishing app, a few hundred people. Yeah, we're going to talk to Rick about fishing. And then, like, I Google fish brains, and I was like, holy, holy shit. There's four a lot of people don't realize the industry is yeah. huge. The industry is mm -hmm. huge. Yeah. So, so just to give you a couple sound bites, I don't know where you were going with that, but just some sound yeah, bites. Sorry. No, keep, keep going. We love sound um, bites. Go ahead. Uh, so um, there's close to 60 million um, licensed anglers in the U.S. Um, but uh, – just Florida alone. I use Florida because Florida is its own economy in itself. Um, 20 million people come to Florida every year to fish. Um, oh, yeah. So if you just think about how many, that's a lot of people. So that, that's a big deal for Florida. Um, it's, it's larger, the recreational fishing industry. So not including seafood, commercial, things like that. Just recreational fishing is larger than the space industry, the citrus industry, and the cattle industry in Florida. Um, which are all big industries, you know, obviously in Florida. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. So it's, it's, it's huge. Yeah. Huge, huge. Well, so, so what, what problems with scalability are y'all having? Because again, like you were kind of your own thing, rules and regulations, very kind of focused from a product perspective. And then it's like, they buy you and it's like 14 million. And you said there's like, how to. Yeah. How did you integrate and plan for that like, scale? Yeah. I mean, that's substantial. Yeah. Um, so what we did was we kind of just reviewed how, you know, fish rules has its own user experience and all that kind of stuff. But on, um, fish brain side, you know, there's obviously their own user journeys and stories. So first thing we did is we kind of just reviewed how do the users use fish brain and where does it make the most sense for those users to see the regulations? So that was kind of the first review. And so that's all design and UX and UI and, 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 and talking to users and stuff. But on the technical side, um, honestly, the way we built the regulation API, um, we haven't had to really worry about the scaling. Um, so it's just kind of worked. Like, and it, it substantially jumped. Like it went from like a $200 a month bill to several thousand dollars a month bill. Sure. Just, just in, you know, API requests, not counting anything else. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, it, the cost went up, not a lot, but, um, I, I, when you're over a billion in revenue though, I think it's probably, you know, <laughs> 2000 yeah. bucks. A month. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I'm a cheapskate though. So every dollar counts. Um, <laughs> so, you do. 
There's only so, some, some states you can actually catch a skate, so that makes sense. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so uh, you know, we, we built it in a way that I, we really haven't had to do much with the APIs or worry about server scale and API scale from a technical side. Um, people person scale and getting people to understand what's going on internally in Fishbrain was actually pretty easy. Like it was sit down with the, with the stakeholders. This is why it's important. This is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. And it was, it was really straightforward. Like it was, there was really no friction at all. I mean, we, we got acquired in December and we launched regulations in, I think at the end of March, I don't quote me on that. Um, maybe beginning of April. So it was a pretty quick turnaround time. What uh, I didn't can, have a, can you go ahead, Jake. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that that especially if you're travel and fish that you, you that like I've I've run into is that you have to get a different license in different states, whether it's you know a ten day or a lifetime or whatever. Do you help facilitate some of that? You know, because sometimes it's like you know you got to go to that mom and pop store right there in the mountains and like that's the only one and they're only open two to seven or whatever on tuesdays right. you know and that's where you get it and if you didn't get it then technically you're illegally fishing you know and that's right no fun um is, is there some, does that part of what you guys can do and like travel through yeah that's a great question so there there's a a short term and a long term answer to that so short term we do have links in there. So if you check a regulation or you check where you want to go, we have links out to the, where you can go get a license. Yeah. Um, long-term we would love to help you purchase a license within fish brain. Oh, we would yeah. like that. I'm not a fisherman. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so the thing is easier. we can do things that the States can't do with that. Cause like the States have to offer that point of sales, like interface to the mom and pops and the bass pros and the walmarts and the online yep. or whatever but they can only offer the sales point what we can offer is oh you're looking at snook regulations by the way you don't have a snook stamp mm. by this by the snook stamp here so we can yeah. help upsell yeah regulations much better than i think um the states can on their own Ooh, for you sure can even do, you can even do some ai in there that says you took a picture of a snook and you don't have a license Exactly. Buy the license well, now. And then if they, 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 they don't buy one, you can turn it over to the feds and be narcs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually all a blackmail app for the entire yeah, thing. All, yeah, it's just yeah. like, I like, it. I like it. either you're going to so pay 7000 for this license. So Jake, <laughs> That's a great Jake idea. Point, Jake brought up a point. And, and again, I'm not technical and I'm not a fisherman. So like we're, I'm really trying my best during this interview to be knowledgeable. We'll um, talk. It's okay. How how do you create like does your app? Because let's be honest, right? Some of these rivers. So I grew up trout fishing in, with my grandfather in the Roanoke Valley, in Roanoke, Virginia, and like some of those places have zero cell phone reception. So it's like, how do like hmm. from a from an app perspective? How does that work? Like, do you have to from an architecture perspective, is there something like low late? I don't know if low latency is even the key or something or like the word, but you know what I'm trying to get at? Like, how do yeah, you solve yeah. that? Problem? No, that's a great question. The so, caching, maybe. Yeah, that's a great right. question. Yeah. So um that no, it is a good it's a very good question. So um there's the fish rules and fish brain world. So fish rules, we started fish rules as an offline app from the get-go. Ah, um, so smart. So doesn't matter if you're in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico, you can check the regulations. Um, 
and you can enter it. You can look at your, your GPS head unit and go, those are the coordinates. Let me enter them in fish rules. Boom. Here are the regulations. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So, cause I was about to say, if you're in the middle of the Gulf, you don't have reception. How do you know where you're at? But compass and things. Yeah, exactly. GPS. If you're GPS. in the middle of the Gulf and you don't have GPS, uh, don't go fishing with that person. <laughs> you shouldn't have got there <laughs> <laughs> ever again. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, so we started offline. Fishbrain is not um, offline yet. Um, it's one of our product goals in the future, but we don't have offline. So in that case, yeah, if you're in the middle of Roanoke and you don't have a signal, then it's not going to work. And, and there's some reasons why it's that way in Fishbrain. Like Fishbrain was primarily started as a community. It's, it's If you open it up, it kind of feels like a Facebook type feed yeah. with all these catches, which is pretty cool, actually. I kind of like the specific social network. Um, and so the assumption is you need to be online to interact with the community and stuff. So that sure. was kind of the premise of fish brain and why it's not offline right now, but it, it's is definitely it, as, as we add, sorry, as we've added these utility features like regulations yeah. and fishing spots and where things are biting gear, so then it, it definitely needs to be offline for sure. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Cause it would be cool that even if I was like, Hey, I'm planning on going to whatever banner out North Carolina. And I know like, I don't get, good reception there but i know where i'll be if you could just even map out some of the caching of like here's statistically here's 10 of types of fish that you'd catch in this region right here's five spots to check and so you can even have some some sort of searchability that's just on the device that's almost pre-downloaded right, right. based on where you're at but it's at least curated yeah to where you're going you know yeah it's like i would totally I would pay for that <laughs> in a second. I yeah. totally agree. Well, I like, like, like mm -hmm. you can do that today in fish brain by using the map, searching for things, filtering species and all that kind of stuff. So you can do that, but it's not offline. And, and I think what we want to do is there's a pre-trip, a, a during trip and an after trip kind of phase of an angler, you know, a, a journey. And on the pre-trip side, I think that's where we would do something like that. You're planning your trip. Yeah. This is what you want to do. And then that's when we can offline cash all that stuff. That would be really cool. So so we got two comments coming in. Um, ben, it's great to see you, man. I've bought my fishing license from Walmart every time a buddy is mm -hmm. wanting to go fishing. Buying a license in the app would be so nice. Uh, so oh, here you yeah. go, Rick. Real-time feedback from the audience. I like it. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll send you a bill later. Late, late <laughs> to the video. Demographically, which areas do you support? Any up in Michigan? John works for Vaco. Cool. Um, so from Fishbrain's perspective, it's worldwide. Um, most of the anglers are here or our users are here in um, the United States. And there's tons of users in Michigan that use it. Oh, yeah. On the regulation side, we don't support Michigan yet. We just no offense, but we just added Ohio. I know. I know there's some there's some, my wife's from Ohio and she doesn't call it Michigan. She says it's the state up north. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Um, but uh, yeah, we have well, John we, Michigan you're talking to. So yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. He's like his head, his head spinning right now. Um, so we just added Ohio and we're starting to add the Midwest um, areas. And so I think Michigan um, start ripping <laughs> um, Michigan's up there on um, close to the next next one we're going to do so about to start ripping lips all right that's great <laughs> go blue all right john yeah, got you. Um, <laughs> hey i, I want to go back because it's been fascinating to me i don't know if you can talk about your secret sauce at all how did you guys write this api to make it scale because that's kind of what i'm curious with is there 
can you talk about the architecture at all? Is that giving away too much secrets? If so, I totally understand. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. So, so, um, what we did, so the regulation, um, the regulations are compiled into a SQLite database. So it's a, a, a SQLite is like a file database that you can ship around. Mm-hmm. And that's actually okay. what we send to the devices on fish rolls too. So that's how it operates offline. So what we also do is for the API that FishBrain uses, um, we actually ship the SQLite file inside a serverless function. So when a mm-hmm. server, and, and if you know serverless, it scales yep. horizontally indefinitely, right? It's like, yeah. if, if it can't scale, then that means there's something wrong with Amazon, right? Um, <laughs> so rather than having a database here and a serverless function here and having to worry about scaling the database connections and all that weird stuff that happens or caching it or whatever, we just literally put the SQLite file in, in the function the serverless function and it gets deployed um, to the cloud. So there's no like network communication. It's literally just interacting with the SQLite file right there on the file system. Um, and so that that's why it really, there was no worry or hiccups or anything that we ran into. That's awesome. Um, Cause I think I, I checked the stats this morning and it was like last month it was, I don't know, 200, 250 million um, uh, regulation requests. And uh, like, I think there was ten errors out of the whole thing. So, Holy smokes! Yeah, so it, it worked really well, wow. actually. That's awesome. So, are are you coding at all in your current role, or are you completely hands off the keys? Yeah, that's a good question. So, um, with fish rolls, you know, I did everything. I was like yeah. sales hat, marketing hat, coder yeah. hat, yeah. support hat, and, yeah. and so I still have that to a degree with fish rolls because it's not fully like the the organizational part of officials isn't fully into fish brain. So I'm still coding and doing maintenance things and, and feature things in fish rolls and stuff. Yeah. Um, but on the fish brain side, it's mainly product management and um, like leadership and you know, that kind of stuff is what gotcha. I'm doing. Yeah. So there's a question that comes in from Jordan. Jordan, thanks for, thanks for hanging out with us this morning. So does that mean you need to redeploy every time your database changes? Yeah. So the answer to that is yes, but that's on purpose because we even with the regulation management, that's what we do. So we like you change stuff in the back end of a, a regulation or, or like Florida will log in a, a government employee or a federal employee will log in and change a regulation. We don't just instantly ship that because that's not how regulations are changed anyway. Like you can't just change mm-hmm. it. The, the Congress doesn't go, Hey, here's a new regulation. And it's effective, you know, like that, like there's a whole process to it. So all of that's planned out. Um, mm. and so we might push deploy, we might push a, a new database, maybe a, at the most a couple times a week. Um, but usually it's, it's less than that, you know, it's a, yeah. a few times a month. Okay. Awesome. Sweet. Um, well, as we wrap up here, Rick, time flies when you're having fun with fellow fishermen. Um, is there anything, anything exciting happening? Um, you know, it's upcoming with fish brain, anything to be on the lookout for, um, or, you know, if you guys are planning anything that you can talk about, um, that'd be awesome. Yeah. There's a few things. Um, the first thing is, uh, we're launching a new feature this summer called trips. And so, yes, I was just about to ask about this. Yeah. Oh, really? So, so I was they, literally like, that's it. <laughs> Yeah. So, so as fishermen, we know like everything is based around a trip. It's not just a log, a fish that you catch, a fish that you catch is part of a trip. So fish brain doesn't yeah. have that right now. Um, 
everything. And, and so we're, we're kind of rescoping all of that to, to help users think about it in the context of a trip. So that way, if we are all fishing and you take some pictures and I take some pictures and we can just all log that to our trip and then it's a shared thing. That the whole, if we want it public and we want all the whole fish brain community to see it, they can see all of our stuff, or it's just private just to us, and then that's our memory that's shared in that trip. Um, and we can do some really cool stuff in the future with it too. And actually, even from a scientific research perspective, it's important because you yeah. can get like the duration of the trip, fishing how long the fishing effort was and stuff. So that that's a, a really big thing we're doing. This that's week. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Summer. Cool. I think I it would be it. cool to hook, hook you guys up with Literati because there's got to be like when you're Literati is this uh, sustainability company that, that we did that uses AI to track where they find litter and then you know social media to like incentivize you to pick it up. Right. But that's the, cool. Um, yeah. And so it could be an interesting like collaboration where it's like, you know, just this month is like collaboration with Literati. Right. And, you know, everything we found on our trip, we picked up. Right. So it is actually. Yeah. I love that. I like that idea. I love that a lot. Yeah. That's really cool. Jake, make yeah. the intros. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I'll DM you for your email. I'll introduce you to Jeff, the founder of Literati. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I would love that. Uh, anything else, boys? I think that's it. Good to great. Go. Sweet. Well, Rick, thank you so much, man. We appreciate the time. Um, thanks you all for asking questions um, and hanging out with us today. Uh, we'll have the recap. We'll have a five minute recap video of this session next week. Rick, I'll make sure I tag you on that so you can share it. Um, okay. But I hope you all have a great week. Great, great weekend. And um, we'll see you all next week. Come visit thanks, me in Jupiter. We'll go fishing. Yes. I oh, will. Heck yeah, the next time I'm, I'm down. down. I, I just texted Dan. I was like, I need to come down there. Like we need to go. You do. You do. Unicorn finders trip to fish brain. And we should all go fishing together. And then we, in my content background, it's just, it's just a trip. And we just, we fit film fish brain and Baco and it's a trip. We should Let's do it. Do it. We're going to totally. Do it. Yeah. I'm here for it's it. Like, yeah. It's like the real awesome. world, but fishing. Right. But <laughs> R-E-E-L. Oh man. <laughs> all right. Bye, see, good seeing y'all. All right. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to this episode of the Unicorn Finders. If you found any of that interesting or helpful at all, please share it with your friends. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or want to be a part of our podcast, be sure to email us at info at theunicornfinders.com. And while you're at it, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe us five stars and share it with a friend or two. We'll see you next week.